You now are listening to the audio podcast of Prisoners of Hope, the antidote to what ails your heart. I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Witsis. So come on in, pull up a chair, and open up your mind as you get ready to receive the download that hope will bring. Hey, 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 it's Dr. D, and it is a great day. And today is the final episode of The Cost of Carrying Extra Baggage Through Your Life. You know, Jesus said that his yoke is easy. It's easy to bear. And the burden he gives to us is light because we're supposed to have him. We're supposed to lean on him to give us strength to go through. That comes from 1130 in Matthew. Matthew 1130. If you're on the YouTube channel, you will see a great gif. <clears throat> of a cartoon character, looks like a dog, and he's got a backpack that is too heavy, and he falls flat on his face. Have you ever fell flat on your face? Some of you might say, I'm on my face now. For the face people, this message is for you. Now, part one, we talked about the possible things that you could carry in your luggage, which is unnecessary. And then part two, we talked about some strategies to shock the system, to shock the BS, to shock the bad story, to shock the broken systems. And part three, I'm going to review again that graph about the future and the past and the success curve and the failure curve and the invisible results on both sides of the curve. I'm going to review that again, and then we're going to go deeper. We're going to talk about what it looks like when you're in the midst of the invisibility. So stay tuned. Open up your ears and your heart and enjoy. Well, now I want to talk about the invisible process. Number five, you need to trust the invisible process. So you need to read, you need to pray, you need to listen, you need to associate, and you need to trust the invisible process. This um, comes from a book by Peter not Peter, Jeff, I don't know why I want to call Jeff Peter, Jeff Olson is a book called The Slight Edge. It's one of the most profound books that I have ever had the honor of reading. And in it, Jeff talks about two paths that we can take in life. And I'm going to try to describe it, but if you're on the YouTube channel, it's more visual. Imagine a T that's laid on its side, and the T has a real long tail, okay? And at the top of the T, not the tail, at the top, at the 
vertical top, there is a plus. And the plus side of life is made up of simple discipline. Okay? Simple discipline. At the bottom part of the T, it's a negative. And that's at the bottom part of life. And at the bottom part of it is simple errors in judgment. So at the positive part of life, you have simple discipline. At the bottom part of life, you have simple errors in discipline. Now, one thing that's very interesting about this uh, diagram is that as you move down the T's tail, there is like one black line. You can't discern the difference between people who are on the positive end with their simple little disciplines and people on the negative. There is no difference at first. But on both sides of life, positive and negative, you have what you call invisible result, results. Invisible results. These are results, but you really can't detect them. That's why the two lines are on top of each other. And the mode of thinking or thought on the positive side is taking responsibility. These people take responsibilities for their actions or the lack of thereof. Going to the bottom half of life, which is the negative part, okay, you also have what you call invisible results. Hmm. So you have invisible results at the top, positive part of life. And at the bottom, you have invisible results. Remember, the two lines are on top of each other. You can't really tell the difference. The mode of thought for the negative people is blame. They tend to assign blame. Well, it's that fault, this fault, you know, the weather fault, your fault. They tend their mode of thought is blame. Remember at the top, their mode of thought is responsibility. They have invisible results, too. Being responsible. Don't see no difference. The bottom, they're blaming everybody, everything, and they have invisible results. Now, nature kind of mimics this invisible process. There is a Chinese bamboo tree that takes five years to grow. Now, check this out. You have to water it and fertilize it in the ground that it was planted from the very first day. Okay, so you get it, you plant it, you water, uh, fertilize that bamboo tree. And you keep on watering it. And it doesn't break through the crown for five years. Did you hear me? Five years. No tree. You're fertilizing it. You're watering it. Invisible, you know, results. And then it will grow 90 feet in five weeks. Did you hear me? Nine zero feet in five weeks. So there was a lot of invisible results. Remember, just like on our two paths graphs, a lot of invisible results. Nothing 
was discernible for five years. Another example of this in nature is the water hydraeth. And the water hydraeth is a uh, delicate uh, looking plant. Try to read this from the book, so excuse me. Um, it's a, it, if a pond surface is fairly still and undisturbed, the water hydraeth may cover the entire pond in 30 days, okay? On the first day, you won't even notice it. In fact, for the first few weeks, you will have to search very hard to find it. On the 15th day, 15th day, um, the foliage will perhaps cover a single square foot of the pond surface. Barely significant. On the 20th day, two-thirds of the way to the end of the month, you may happen to notice a dense little patch of floating foliage about the size of a small mattress, okay? On the 29th day, half of the pond surface will, will be open. On the 30th day, the entire pond will be covered with a blanket of the water hydraeth. You will not see any water at all. So there was a lot of invisible results. When you deal with faith, you deal with invisible results, but you have to keep on going. The thing about this book is he, his, his theme is easy to do and easy not to do. Now, what's so interesting about this diagram, if you're on the YouTube channels, the arrow on top of the line, remember the two lines, the negative part and the neg and the positive and not discernible. And then all of a sudden, almost exponentially, the positive starts headed up. And the negative starts headed straight down. So one end of this graph has life, positive, negative, and then the long tail is time. Over time, there's a discernible difference. But at first, there was no difference. There were invisible results. And I'm going to read directly from what Jeff says. He says, making the right choices, making the right actions. It's truly easy to do, ridiculously easy, but it's just as easy not to do. Remember, easy to do, easy not to do. And if you don't do them, there won't be any drama about it. Remember, that's why the two lines on top of each other at first. It won't kill you. It won't hurt you. In fact, it won't make any difference at all. Not today, anyway. Not tomorrow, but over time. The right choices you make today compound over time. They will take you higher and higher up the success curve. That's the top part of that graph. 
of your real-time movie called Your Life. The wrong choices, remember simple errors in judgment today, compound over time and absolutely, absolutely, positively, inevitably take you down further on the failure curve. Now, what's so interesting about this graph is that people on the success curve, they tend to focus on the future. And people on the failure curve, they tend to focus on the past. Remember that one thing in the in your baggage from the part one was <laughs> unfinished things that pull you to the past? Now, this is very profound. I suggest you get this book and you read it. It's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Only 5% of the population resides on the success curve. And 95% of the population reside on the failure curve. You know, the Bible talks about don't get tired of doing what's good. Just keep on, just keep on. This is what this is talking about, compounding interest. It does it, you know, if if you don't spend time with God today, oh okay, it's not gonna really hurt you, right? And tomorrow might not really hurt you, right? But sometime in the future, it's easy to do. Easy. It's easy to read the word of God. Easy to talk to him. Easy to listen. Easy to associate. But guess what? It's easy. Not to do. So check out his book. It's phenomenal. You know, invisible um, results mean that you cannot make choices based on the evidence of your eyes. If you base choices on the evidence of what you see, you're in trouble. You need to base your choice on what you know, not what you see. That's why it's so important to know God's word, to know whose you are and what you are and what you have in Christ. Way back in the beginning when you started, you know, your simple little disciplines on the positive side of the curve and you performed your very first positive action, if you judged the choices by the evidence of your eyes. When you first started, you wouldn't see any movement at all. And that will frustrate you. It frustrates most people so much that they quit. And that's why most people reside on the failure curve of life because they quit. You know, there's a thin line between the choices you make. Your choices do make you. Those simple little disciplines and there's simple little errors in judgment, they make you. And remember, at first, there's no discernible difference between failure and success.
It builds in the unseen, like the Japanese bamboo tree. It builds in the unseen. You want to make sure you die to the BS alternatives. (laughs) Die to the bad system. The alternative. Die to the bad stories. The the broken systems, the ones that haven't worked, you know, the the saying, you know, burn your bridges, die to the alternative. It alludes to, you know, certain famous battles. I can't remember, but there was incidents where a commander, after landed in a hostile country, ordered his men to destroy the ships. And people were like, well, why would they do that? So. There was no back door. They had to conquer the country or be killed. You need to make up your mind to change up your bad systems, to trade your BS for GS. (laughs) Trade your bad systems, your broken stories, your bad stories for GS, God systems. Change your BS for GS. You know that 99% of the battle is within. You can't journey outward without taking the journey inward. It must go from your head to your heart. Remember in part one I was talking about the distance between your head and your heart. It's got to go from your head knowledge to your heart knowledge. That's the inner journey I'm referring to. There will be many, many, many victories. And please do celebrate. Don't wait to, you know, 10 years in the future, then you celebrate. No, you have to celebrate your accomplishments along the way. There'll be many failures. And like Winston Churchill said, (laughs) I ran from failure to failure with great enthusiasm. (laughs) I I say if you're going to fall, just fall forward. But I know you have to understand, you have to trust the invisible inner process. Drop the BS. Drop the bad, broken systems, bad stories. And live a more victorious life. You don't need to carry that baggage anymore. Until next time, signing off, Dr. D. My hope is that this journey has been fruitful and you're able to take it and apply it to your life. Until next time, tune in again for the Prisoners of Hope podcast. God bless.